Hey, you guys, it's me, Billy Wayne, and I'm doing the cold opening real quick, so start, like, packing your bowl and all that stuff, and Mike's going to prepare the theme song while I remind you. Look, I've been telling you a while, for a while, to join the Patreon, but I'm not going to tell you to join anymore. I'm just going to tell you you're missing out, because it's awesome. Um, I've got an interview coming up with Ron Funches. It's going to be behind the, the Patreon paywall. Uh, I My tent and my light and all the stuff from my my personal grow where Mike is going to teach me how to be a grower, but we're going to show you how to do it through my dumb ass is really heating up right now. And we're doing some Q&As, that, and that was a lot of fun. So hit us up on the Patreon, you guys, and also hit subscribe. We know at times are tough, so if you can't do the Patreon, just hit us, hit us up on Instagram. We'll help you out. GrownLocalPod at gmail.com if you got any you want to advertise with us got a cool cannabis thing or just some cool product you guys uh did i give you enough time to load that bowl i think i did here we go let's have some fun relax those beats mean you're now listening to the very real people in places that supply your high this is Grown Local with Billy Wayne Davis and Mike McGowan. <laughs> Getting them coughs in, I like it. <laughs> Spans of capillaries get higher. That's how you're letting them know what's up. Like, hey, you guys. Well, I told them. Load their bowl, light it up. Here we go. We, just, we the live same. the same reality that we expose. So <laughs> you're really going, man. <laughs> you are. You do hard. have those runners' lungs where, like, you even fill up the chamber of the bong more. Where I'm kind of like, are you? Is that that? That might be a little bit too much, there, buddy. And I'm like, oh yeah, I forget who I'm talking to. He's got it. <laughs> I, I do need to chill on that because I forget about m- that my lung capacity's break. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, <coughs> that's a good. You're a good friend. You notice stuff like that, like where I've been, the, <coughs> I've been getting in like ridiculous shape running wise and stuff. And I think that every now and then I'll hit a bong in a way that's like <laughs> I don't think I should have done it that way. Because I'm used to just filling my lungs, and it, now it's like, I don't, I'm dizzy. This is, this is a lot of smoke dumb. to inhale. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, what am I doing? I go run to clear it all out again. <laughs> I d- it is. You know what I mean? <coughs> you tickle me. You tickle me. <coughs> there have been a couple of days where I was like, I'm gonna have to go run before I can get anything done. This is gonna, I'm gonna have to sweat before I can use my brain. That was a huge Good. mistake. It's a runner's high on top of oh, a runner's man. high, so it's all dope. If you do it right, sometimes you don't do it right. Also, I've learned a trick because if you, you can get addicted to certain music, like mm-hmm. leading your pace. And, and defining your mood or whatever. And it's not good to do that. Like, if you... I like, I'll, I'll place... I do a shuffle, so it, like, mixes it up, so I have to be aware, like, sometimes we'll play something slow, and you're like, well, let's just ease it up a little bit. 
and you're like, no. Yeah. So then I just turn it off. I used to listen. I used to listen to I did a between the buried and me, which is like hardcore, progressive, like heavy metal type stuff, and it was just like, I'm just going way too quick right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna sprint this mountain. Yeah, I'll catch you every now and then. You'll catch something real fast that you'd be like sprinting. You'd be like, "Oh, I need to slow down. This is this is not healthy." <laughs> oh, my brain's just like a monkey's brain. I just do whatever the outside things tell me to do. <laughs> it, it was. Mm-hmm. Oh man, how we doing on your levels? My you levels, my levels are hopefully correct right now. Hopefully, you can see them. I know I'm watching. Okay, we got Mike some new equipment, so we're 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 trying to make it all happen for you guys. We got shirts coming up too for the patrons. I know some of y'all are like, "Hey, where's my shirt? I did a thing." It's they're coming. Sorry, it's just Billy's going to hand tie dye every single not, shirt. There's not tie dye. They're green <laughs> with our logo on them. Hand-stitched cool. logo. But we also but have uh, we have other merch coming up, too. So We're making it happen. Bit. We are. And we're trying to figure out, you know, quarantine and all that <laughs> stuff. So, <laughs> Yay. Uh, you guys, this episode is great. It is. Uh, it's chill. Um, we've got some exciting, like some pretty insane episodes coming up and we're getting the right editing and some of the sound right on that because you know we're on the side of mountains and then we're also talking about criminals and ex-criminals and they have to say hey don't that guy's name you can't say that guy's name and like we didn't say his name and like, yeah but Take that name out, right? I know. I shouldn't I have said that name. Is <laughs> your meaning? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we take some names out, and, you know, protect some people. So, but you know, we're making sure we're doing that correctly. So it takes, and we're not versed in in journalism per se. So we're taking our time to make sure we're doing it correct, and not just slapping this stuff up there because we want to get these people's story correct, and we want to take care of them because they're they've opened their arms and doors to us in in a wonderful way and we're trying to repay that to them yeah. and this episode is just it's just the opposite of what we were just talking about <laughs> <laughs> it is they these mofos have opened their arms and hearts to to me and you a long time ago and they're just it's and we didn't do this by design. We didn't know there was a Humboldt version of Country Fair. But oh, there yeah. is. And it's Humboldt's version of Country <laughs> Fair because it is on dregs and on all of them. And I don't think there's this much peace and love. It doesn't sound like... I mean, there's love, but but the peace part... It's like right, a, no, we don't do that. It's like a dirty, kind of raunchy, hungover love, like a Bukowski love, it kind of feels like. Yeah, it's just like... (laughs) I want to go watch it. I'm not going to participate, but I would love to view it. Yeah. I Um, mean, it's something you have to experience just by listening to this story. Like, Oh, yeah, you want to go after you hear these guys talk about it. (laughs) Because, again, this is just the... 
the quintessential Humboldt hang too. This whole episode just feels like it's just a good Humboldt hang. The only thing I would say was missing is like two or three strangers in the background just whacked out on drugs that you don't even no one knows who they are or why they're there. <laughs> that's the only thing that's missing in this. But does that not describe every Humboldt hang you've ever had? You're like, man, the vibe was good. I think there was a dude that lived in that chair. I don't, did you guys see him? <laughs> He's like, yeah, very so. protective of that cup of that corner. That was yeah, his. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and there's like one person like, yeah, he gave me Skittles. It was weird. <laughs> He's cool. He's a cool hang. He's a cool hang. But He's yeah, cool. the humble hang. We had the two guys at the Airbnb, and we just kicked back and talked about reggae on the river and all of the plethora of stories that come with it. Yeah, that guy was worried at first. I was like, oh, what if there's not? And then they just kept pouring out. I was like, oh, I don't know how to. This is great. Just introduce well, it. I'll ruin it. Just everybody get ready to enjoy Reggae on the River. I mean, not that far, but it's not like Florida beachy here. You know, this is not even the beach. Oh, no, our beaches are depressing as shit, dude. Well, they're not. It's a different kind of beauty, but it's not like, hey, we're going to have a corona out here and take our shirts off. You're you're just like, hey, be careful. You get hypothermia. (laughs) But this looks like the Goonies. (laughs) I posted it at the beach that I was at, and uh, somebody slid into my DMs and said that there's tarantulas on that beach. Oh, man. Is no. that true? No. I don't no. think so. I heard that there was uh I saw a sign that said there was rattlesnakes out on Moonstone and they just watch out for rattlesnakes. And I don't think <laughs> <laughs> in the in the sand. Yeah, dude. Yeah. They were just like why it was a big ass sign that said watch out for rattlesnakes. On the fucking Moonstone beach. Moonstone Beach, dude. Yeah. No. I don't think that that's the case. No, <laughs> but I, I also near the seawater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've like never right heard there. It. I don't think that's a rattlesnake. No, dude. Thing. I don't. Yeah, definitely not. I think it was just seaweed or something, and they were just high. <laughs> I got confused. Oh, it wasn't like a state or like a. Oh no! It was definitely sign. handmade. It was definitely handmade. <laughs> it was a handmade. <laughs> yeah, sign. it was handmade. <laughs> but that's still pretty official for Humboldt, though. Yeah, no, that works. <laughs> It works for me. I I believed it, kind of. Well, that's what I was going to say. I would at least take a rudimentary beware of rattlesnake sign. It's a little serious. Yeah. Because even even if it's a joke, it's still weird. Yeah. There's somebody, even there's a weirdo around we need to be. (laughs) (laughs) There's like somebody like, let's... Let's scare these beachgoers. There's rattlesnakes around here. Yeah. This dude's still hanging out. He's not at a party. (laughs) Well, I also don't know how rattlesnakes work. So somebody could just roll up with a fistful of rattlesnakes and throw them on the beach, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, But they're not going to hang out at the beach. Yeah, probably not. There's no food for them to eat. Uh, Seagulls. No, they would just... No, they would (laughs) just... They would just be prey for, like, Birds of prey at that point. Oh Just, man, it would be so tight oh. to see a seagull eat a rattlesnake, dude. That would be so sick. There's puffins. In... Seagull would get owned by a rattlesnake. You think so? Absolutely. Well, you think so? Yes. Absolutely. Rattlesnake get 
if that seagull got anywhere near him, he would bite the fuck out of him and then wrap his body around that motherfucker and eat him, and that seagull would be like, ah! <laughs> you get a hawk, it's probably just going to go grab its head and just fucking fly off. Yeah. But then a hawk will Peck see that death. beach, that rattlesnake on the beach, and just be like, hey, look, free food. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have to do my eyes this or what if both of them just were chill because they were having a nice day at the beach and that's they're like, let's, work, just, <laughs> let's just hang out and that's enjoy the animals sun. we're talking about work. That's not how they operate. And just maybe, maybe watch a sunset. That's, that's a feed thing, man. Oh, okay, I guess. Maybe if they're like dolphins or crows, because they, they might be close to some consciousness. Yeah, they're pretty close. They're super smart. Yeah, yeah. And I think that maybe they could hang out and be like, Hey, appreciate. Have a chill moment together. Yeah. Enjoy the vibe. I bet crows would like dolphins if they met each other. Oh, 100%. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen a crow? I don't know. I live on a a farm and we have like Mm. a lot of, we get ravens. Have you ever seen crows like uh, get a raven out of, out of their area? Yeah. That happens in LA. Does it? Oh yeah. Crows are everywhere, dude. They, dude. they have territories. Oh, yeah. And then they live in the colony, and then they fly back to their colonies. I can't tell the difference between a crow and a raven. It's a size thing. Yeah. It's a size, it's right? Like, and it's also feet. like a, yeah, and then just like a shade of darker. A raven's just like a shade darker. Than or like a, like a shape of their tail or something like that, I heard, too. It might be, yeah. I don't know. I've just seen, there is a dude who is the maintenance guy for a, a, an apartment complex that my friends were living at. And he was from Hoopa, and the, he had crows. Like, he, you can train crows. Mm-hmm. They're smart. And the crows followed him out from Hoopa. They flew out here, and now they just hang out around the apartment complex. And they're cool as shit. They do tricks. That's mm. awesome. Yeah, they like peanuts and shit. It's cool. They, they can, like, do these click sing it like they yeah he said he taught them morris code so you could like tap morris code and they'll like click or whatever they do <laughs> i talked to the ones in my neighborhood there's like a there's like they hang out this because when i lived in seattle they did this study at the university of washington and they figured out that crows they also they tracked them and stuff and they figured out they all have territories and they communicate and they can also recognize faces and they use this dick cheney mask Oh, yeah, I know the study. This study yeah. was fascinating. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's what really got me into it. I was like, oh, so now like I was like, you don't piss them off because I remember who you are. For generations. Yes. Yeah. And then you just be nice to them, and they'll take care of your fucking your right. shit. It's yeah. very interesting. It is, and they like they like meet up. At, you, can, you see them. Like, from my house, you can see them at night, like right before nighttime. There's just... Big ass thing of all the crows from all around get together and they're all circling around talking to each other. Then they just like break off into their separate factions and go back to wherever yeah, yeah. they live. Yeah. Like they pass stories on. They know everything about everyone. Yeah, hot dude. gossip. Crazy. That's who you need to talk to is crows. They got all that hot gossip. They do. Yeah, you got to be nice to those guys. Hey, <laughs> 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 they also like. They'll fight other birds. That's fun to watch them go get other birds. They were fighting a hawk one day. Oh, yeah. I didn't know who to cheer for. All the day. I didn't know who to cheer for. (laughs) That's a tough one, dude. I like you both. Yeah. Yeah. Hawks are intense, though. They seem too too intense. They have territories. So, like, some, and then some of them will come over and try to 
take over other people. They have that kind of thing going on. I mean, just their eyes are too intense, I'm saying. They are the ones that lock on to stuff from forever away, and they yeah. just, it just seems like it's a high-anxiety life being a hawk. I would disagree. Yeah? Yeah. Because I that's tra- I drive a lot. I drive a lot through... I've driven a lot. So that's how I know they're territorial. Because yeah. if you're driving a lot, you can see them, especially through the Midwest and the Plains states, because that's where a lot of their food, like their ground mammals and shit. Mm-hmm. So they'll sit on telephone poles. And if yeah. you'll notice, they're every like three or four miles, there'll be a different one just sitting on a telephone pole. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're like those motherfuckers, their lives are real chill because they recognize movement and certain types of movement. And once they see that, they can see it. And then that once they've locked... It's not high anxiety for them at all. They're just like, oh, did you move over? Okay, there you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's incredible. Every yeah. now and then, you know, they're dumb like us. Right. Like humans. They'll fuck up. You'll see one on the road. They'll get hit by a car or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's stuff. But they're. I think they're cool as fuck. I think hawks are cool as fuck, too. Yeah. I think my, I, my perception of their high-strung attitude was the only thing that kind of held me back a little bit. <laughs> Let go. Uh, Let's be on a little standoff based upon their attitude, but I think I've won over. Cornell just didn't want to like like a square bird. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, dude. I can't like this boring ass bird. Maybe they just seem wound tight. They're just they seem intense. Yeah, it's because of that. It's the they just got weird eyes. You know, it seems chill. Pelicans. They seem not intense. I like I like <laughs> I like the jersey, the basketball jersey for the Pelicans. I do like, and I like Pelicans. They're fun to watch. They got that. They got a cool look, and they do seem kind of like, what's up? Yeah. What is it? Was kinda, wasn't it a Pelican that ate, that ate one of the baby penguins in March of the Penguins? Uh, spoiler Did you watch? Alert, you Jesus. guys? Oh, yeah, yeah. This baby penguin gets <laughs> eaten by a pelican. <laughs> and, uh, sounds about right. It looks like a fish. Yeah, I like. I thought. I think dodos would be tight. They were. Uh, yeah, dude. Cool. But they, I, uh, I think because they keep finding all these extinct animals again in certain spots. So one day I just hope a dodo just pops out of a hole or something in the ground. <laughs> hey, I've been here the whole time. What's yeah. up? <laughs> We've been here. You guys thought I was dead. Remember you were like, oh, he's gone, man. You love do, me. Do you think that there could be one just chilling on the shoulder of Sasquatch? I don't see. That would make like sense. Fourth dimension. There's like that, that bird. That hangs out on hippos or uh, rhinos' backs, uh-huh. and they like eat the bugs off the rhinos' back. I'm sure. I'm oh, sure. Right. Yeah, Bigfoot needs a companion. Just you know? the dodo bird, just eating so the fleas off of them. Be so tight. I can see that. Where? I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> 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 I uh, let's do the reggae on the river part of this. Because that's what we're doing right now. We were getting to Sasquatch and then reggae. <laughs> Where is the river? What? Because that this I think reggae on the river must be Eugene's country fair. I mean, well, Bumble's so country fair. We can we can step into reggae on the river based upon my knowledge of reggae on the river. Okay, let's hear that. That sounds <laughs> yeah. good. Uh, so when I first moved to Eugene, my job was. Um, just basically work for whoever's <laughs> grow 
Like uh-huh. if they went on vacation, they're like, here's the feeding charges. Do this. Come in and do that. Do this. And they'd leave me like a laundry list. Yeah. So like anytime growers wanted a little vacation, they were just like, all right, just you take care of it. But uh, whenever reggae on the river was happening, all of the growers were coming down here to spend time. So then you were like on a premium. You could charge whatever you want and you'd uh, work like a couple different grows. And, you know, just as a second generation guy, I get to take care of people's grows while they went to reggae on the river. That's really nice. It was awesome. That's very nice of you. Well, I like money. So, <laughs> <laughs> so does reggae, dude. <laughs> so they would, it was like, a, it's a, it was a thing for them. Yeah. Like, it's a thing. It was very much a thing. Is it still a thing for a lot of those dudes? No? No. Things have changed. Things have changed. Really? Yeah. High, yeah. high Times bought it out. And <laughs> then they had, like, who was it? They canceled reggae last year. It was going to be, um, the headliner was Arrested Development. Okay. Which is a good band. They did that Tennessee song. No, I yeah. know who they are. Like yeah. Mr. So like, wow, wow, wow. Mr. Yeah, Winter, I gave him a sandwich and he gave me some stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah they're yeah. a good band, but they're not reggae know. at all. Yeah. They're not reggae yeah. at all. That's yeah. a problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and people were really burnt out on that. So I just knew a lot of people who weren't. So what was, you, okay. You guys are both Humboldts, Humboldtians. Yeah. Growing up, was it like something that you're like, man. When I'm old enough, we're going to go to Reggae on the River. Oh, I mean, in high school, I was working there. Yeah. Because there's a bunch of food stands and stuff in the bowl. And there's a bunch of just, like, bullshit jobs. I had a friend who had a job that was just to walk around and hand out condoms. <laughs> you know, and that's yeah. all. He just gave him, a, like, a little basket of condoms. And he walked around, like, Little Red Riding Hood with condoms, <laughs> flipping them out. Here, you but look like, like you're going to need this. Yeah. Like a flower girl at a wedding or something. I, like I it hope so he much. picks me. <laughs> Well, and there is a point, too, where, like, I, most of my friends actually grew, like, there's no age limit. People bring their whole families. Like, most of my friends have been going on reggae on the river who go. They've been going since they were, like, five. Yeah, no, we went as babies. Yeah. Me and my sister, like, it was, they drove, I was, like, a baby, and my sister was three, and we went to reggae on the river, and as as my parents were driving in, some guy jumped on the hood of their car and started licking their windshields. <laughs> <laughs> it's way different than Disney World. I, I think this is the place. <laughs> yeah, I think we found it. Uh, and uh, that was my first experience at reggae. Um, and then, so, and then we would just, yeah, we would go and start working at like this, like a food stand, just like running the cash register and handing out scones and coffees or whatever. Do like. How big is it? Like, how many people? They, I mean, the it's, it's fluctuated so much. But. I think the biggest year that me and Cornell were both at, I think there was on the Saturday there was like twenty thousand people. It's yeah. it's the second biggest reggae festival outside of um, Sunshower. Sun, yeah, sun, like, second oldest. Second. Second. Well, I think it's the biggest too. Second biggest too. Yeah, because it's it's massive, dude. Like. Do people camp and stuff? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we always camp there mm-hmm. on River like Rocks a- mostly, and it's down by Pier it's Piercy, like right next to Garberville, okay. down in Southern Humboldt. This big land, Dimmick Ranch, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's right on the county line between Mendocino. That's like the last spot in Humboldt County that you're in. Yeah. It's like right on the Reggae River. Yeah. So there's a lot of a lot of Humboldt like stickers on people's car. A lot of Mendo love. That's what Mendocino <laughs> County says. <laughs> Mendo love all over the place. Uh, <laughs> I do love local slogans. I know. I know. <laughs> yes. It's uh, we have. I mean, we have one for the podcast is grow your own. But that's a, you can make fun. Of, but that is a like salt life. <laughs> <laughs> Mendo love. Yeah, I don't know what that even means. Does Mendocino have love to give? I guess. Oh, shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're just not smart enough. Mendo love. <laughs> Mendo. Mendo no. <laughs> like Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But it was, I mean, in high school, it was awesome because you were working, parents weren't there, you know, and you could just eat a way too big weed brownie and then go watch, uh, watch like, saw like the Whalers and like all these like legendary reggae bands. Um, Why are they coming here? Because people like reggae here. Like it's the, got a history. Yeah. The second oldest has been the running since like the 70s, you I, know? I, I think that's my question is like, so... How do they get the whalers and probably Peter Tosh and some of these people to come to? You know, Humboldt's got, I think, I, you know what I think it is? Because Humboldt has always gotten, growing up, there was like a lot of crazy shows here. Like Ray Charles came through here um, back in the day. Not through Ray on the River, obviously, but through <laughs> through uh, Humboldt State. They lied to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he got here. And he's Piano like, on the river, he's Ray. Like, I've heard gonna... this music. <laughs> this ain't my music. I'm cool with. Um, what yeah. I say, man. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I think so it's is just... San Francisco closer to this airport. <laughs> I feel like we've been in the car for a while. That's the thing. It's such a dead spot between SF and Portland. Yeah, There's we're like, like nothing in between. We're perfectly in the middle. Yeah, like, yeah, we're perfectly right. But there. you're not on the way. We're up the 101 yeah. on the way, but not on the fast way. It's yeah. not. It's not. That's that's what I think. That's my point. Is like you're not reading. That's on the way. Yeah, but uh, I would rather redding. go out of the way to avoid reading. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying, like tourism yes. wise, like it. But I also think that the marijuana. Absolutely. Has a ton to do with why touring acts would come through here. No question. Be like, hey, this is a little out of our way, but you guys, there's presents involved. Yeah, it's beautiful. There's tons of weed. Everyone here gives us drugs and money. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, I mean, we have a bunch of of, uh, legendary reggae artists came here. I saw so many people through reggae. Um, but like, you know, it's so funny too, because since it's one of the oldest running reggae festivals, um, you'll get dudes that aren't part of any band or anything from Jamaica that come straight into Garberville and go to reggae on the river. And that's their experience of the united states yeah 100 <laughs> percent. and they're walking into reggae on the river this reggae festival just looking at all these country fucking people 
Uh, so these Garber Billions all high on meth, like bumping around and just like guys ripping their shirts off and getting tackled by security <laughs> because they're too <laughs> fucked up. It took too many tabs of ass or whatever. And these guys are just walking around like, what the fuck is going on around here? Babylon. It's, yeah, it's crazy, man. So uh, people were, I mean, I, that what you just said made me realize, and I'd never put it together before, is like the amount of drugs people do in this county is already stupid on a daily basis in just the culture. Right. So having an event, <laughs> yeah, I can't yes. imagine. <laughs> yes. It just hit me like, oh, when to have like an event where people were like, we're going to do some drugs this weekend. Yeah, like, you guys always do drugs. What do you mean? Yeah. It's like the most humble party. Like, that is like the big humble party. Because I knew, like, I didn't go until I was in my 30s. Because my whole life, everyone was like, it's stupid. That there's a lot of cynicism. I always liked reggae. Yeah. And then we finally got to go. And I, every one of those motherfuckers that said it sucked, they were all there. <laughs> like, every fucking single one of them. I'm like, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Did you guys just not want me to come? Yeah, What's going no, on? Dude. Yeah. Oh, Assholes. Man. So, like, we covered in Eugene, but Country Fair. And basically, it's just everybody in town who's a hippie is out in the woods camping yeah listening to music selling food and tchotchkes during the day but then just partying their fucking minds out at nighttime yes is that sort of the same thing when Bro. it comes to no because no one's doing something responsible during the day i think that's <laughs> the difference <laughs> it's just people going nuts you you go to the bowl where the music is right there's all these camps around it, all these tents around it and stuff, and then there's the bull. And you go there during the day, and that's where you'll see people the most fucked up. That's where they're getting tackled by, like, we legit, that's a legit <laughs> thing, seeing people get tackled by by the medical staff because they're flipped out on something, they, having a bad you, trip. Yeah, they, can, I believe it because you keep saying it, too. Like it, legit eviction. And they're just like, and they're fucking, they've been in the sun for for a week straight maybe they came early to set up and they just like they've been shirtless and they're just red from head to toe just like their brains boiling you can see their brain boiling because like at country fair in oregon there'll be some like weird shit that happens one time a dude was high on acid and like ended up inside the porter potty but like I've never heard of like security tackling people, anybody like violently being kicked out or anything. So it no, definitely they, sounds different. They weren't kicked out. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> they were. They right next to they had like the the medical tent. It was called Jaw Med. You gotta calm down. No. <laughs> All right, we're gonna hit you. That's exactly <laughs> what. It, yeah, that's exactly what. Jaw Med. Jaw Med, and then uh, they had behind it. We called it the Tripper Dome. And it's another tent where it's just air conditioned couches and there's no lights. And they put you in there and then you just chill in the darkness until you calm down. And then you just they let you they let you run around. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is this is like part of the event. Yeah. 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 Was it like, hey, OK, here's the thing we're going to have to do D during the day when there's no music going on. That is the event <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's You're there to watch that happen. Yeah, that's the goal. So dude. there's yeah. no music there. during the day. It's not, not like really. A, like there'll a, be like 
regular festival. They'll have like workshops sometimes, or like weird like prayer ceremonies, yeah, or something like that. Um, and they'll start with like maybe more world music at first during the day. And then at, like one time, I remember they did like a guided yoga thing, That'd where everyone just did yoga together. <laughs> but also that's where they have to open it up early because that's like the, your only real access to food unless you like brought food with you so you have to go in the bowl to eat um forty dollar chow mein or whatever Jesus. you want to do yeah um, what do they call it a bowl because it looks like a no no it's flat on top it's like an upside down bowl maybe <laughs> maybe but yeah it doesn't it's just a circle i think yeah oh, that's what okay. i call it a bowl that's just where the the concert happens and then everyone just there's not really moshing but there's still a lot of movement you yeah. know what i mean it's kind of like a wave yeah sort of a thing Dude, you're no, just I've saying heard, that i've heard reggae before i can see how that <laughs> <laughs> you just sounded like you were on mushrooms when you described that <laughs> <laughs> Everything gets all wavy, and, <laughs> yeah, dude. and there's movement. <laughs> it's true. Um, but I like that he was like, we we're talking about reggae on the river, and he's like, "There's not a lot of moshing." <laughs> like, I don't think anyone had envisioned that. Strangely enough, there's nobody beating anybody. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> just steel drums," and all of a sudden, come with it now. <laughs> There's, it's funny too because humble just like like when you go to this reggae festival there's some people there's there's people who just grew up here like us who are going there there's people who are just like want to party there's people who are just like you know been on the hill and just got cash so they can get in or people who snuck in but then there's also the people that are just so have taken this reggae and and the whole culture of Rastafarianism so and held that so tightly and made that their whole personality, you know, basically <laughs> like if a white dread could come to life. I did not picture a, a person of color. When you were <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you didn't, no, yeah, and you didn't have to say white dude with dreadlocks. I was like, I know who exactly. Who you're yeah, right. It's like someone a, a genie took a dread and turned it into a white guy and that's like what happened <laughs> that's where these people come. and they're, they're just like, like locusts that only like they come out of the ground once a year like here we are yes their exoskeleton breaks off <laughs> and they just like and they are just like they're usually they're the people that are like hosting reggae too like on the main stage introducing acts and stuff yeah and they're trying to use all the lingo and they're trying to just sound so like they're from kingston or something like kingston. that it's just the most the most the cringiest guys in the world yeah dude yeah, it's rough that. it can get rough <laughs> get real rough. It, yeah it gets real it gets real bleak in the morning <laughs> sometimes dude We're just, oh god i will i've been to any festival in the morning time you're just like, oh, it's so clear this is a bad idea everyone. What was crazy about... Haven't we all made a terrible mistake? <laughs> What's crazy about reggae is after the main show ends, because the main show's not really that long. Yeah. Uh, there's, on the property, there's like two or three other stages just going all fucking night. And it's just lights and like really loud. You're not getting any sleep. It sounds like what I assume New York City would sound like. <laughs> <laughs> like 
3 o'clock in the morning. It's just people honking and generators going off. It's fucking. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. I'm going to blow your mind. It is. It is wild. That is dis- it's going to be disappointing when you go to New York City. <laughs> <laughs> Because that city, they're like, it never sleeps. You're like, ah, a lot of people go to sleep about, <laughs> yeah, about midnight. Yeah. It gets kind of quiet. Um, yeah, there's a techno dome there. Uh, I don't know if it's still there. But, well, they don't even do it anymore, I guess. But when we were in high school and stuff, there was a techno dome. And it looked like the techno drum, pretty much. Yeah. It was like a half dome set up, and they would just have DJs there all night. And um, we would go party there in high school. Hell yeah, you're like, just dance till there's no more serotonin in your body. Yeah, exactly. And it was high school, too, so you're like, I, I took two shots of rum and I ate a pot brownie. I'm going to go all night. Yeah. You know what I mean? I re- yeah, I remember like drinking because you couldn't drink at the bar. So you go get drunk, and then by the time you left the bar, you were sober. You just had a, you're just dancing, sweating, trying to get laid, but you couldn't go get beers or anything. So you're just like, ah! And then by the time you left, you're like, pretty sober. You guys tired? You want to go home? Yeah. And, you're like, and then people were like, I was so hungover. And at the time, you're like, I never get hangovers. It's because you drank at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and you were sober by 9 p.m. That is, I mean, it's such a, it sounds like such a Humboldt experience where it's just all the drugs. That makes me laugh so hard just because I've been to Bonnaroo and some of those places. And you see the drugs, but it's not as intense as here because of the culture. And then also I think the isolation part of it has something to do with it. Definitely. Where people feel even freer than a farm on, in Tennessee when you're out here because, like, that farm in Tennessee is like an hour and a half from Nashville. Right. This is fucking far. Yeah. Right. From anything. Right. Yeah. And Bonnaroo seems more corporate and big money. It is now. Live Nation bought it, or one of them. But yeah. it started out as, like, hippy dippy bullshit. Right. Some, some goofy <laughs> motherfuckers say, like, let's throw a party in this field. And they did, and a lot of people showed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think reggae, the, it's, isn't it just a fundraiser for the Mateel? Like, it's their biggest fundraiser is just this massive reggae concert. It's for what now? The Mateel Community Center. They're the ones who put it on. It's the community center in uh, Garberville. Um, oh, is that the ones the hippies built a long time ago? It was like and had a hospital and all that, right? I don't I don't really know. I don't know, and I also don't know why the Mateel needs that much to <laughs> yeah, raise no. that much money. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Because they bring Beanie Man in once a year? <laughs> like, what are they raising that much money for? Uh, I don't know. I have well, no idea. Well, I they never can questioned say it until a, now. Well, I was going to say, it's Humboldt, so, like, saying it's a, we're raising money for something. Just a good way to clean your money. It's yeah, a dude. wonderful way to clean yeah. your money. Yeah, that probably makes Originally. Sense. Right. Originally, it's a one. Now, it sounds like it's probably a business. Yes. Yes. But, but I think yeah. originally it's it was a great way to be like we got a lot of cash. Yeah. yeah. We can't put in a bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of this. But you know what? I got a guy, I met a guy in San Francisco that can get a hold of Peter fucking Tosh. 
Right. And then my cousin is a promoter, and he taught me how to do this, this, and this. That makes, I mean, all I don't know if any of this is true. Yeah. But, like, that's how I would, if I had to. For sure. Guess for money. That's it how makes I sense. would say that. Yeah. And then it got bigger and bigger because it's humbled and it's fun as fuck. It is fun as fuck. Yeah. I mean, and, the, and then so High Times bought it out? What? High Times bought it out. I don't know. Well, there you'll have to look into it because I don't know the details, but it was the last the last few years of reggae with the Matil was controversial, I think. Something was going on. I just remember it was in the news all the time. Like Reggae? Oh, the guy who owned the ranch was like. She said, no, dude, leave her alone. Oh, yeah, reggae's not worth, reggae on the river wasn't worth anything. Yeah, like the Mateel Community Center had beef with the guys who owned the, the guys who owned the Dimmick Ranch. And that's why, like, it was like, there's a whole bunch of shit like that. Because for a while they called it Reggae Rising and they did it somewhere else. Oh, so. Yeah, they did it right. Yeah, they did it like across the street. <laughs> they did it in a tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they kept the alliteration. They're like, we got to go. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. It's yeah. still my favorite place to be high, though. Like that reggae on the river when you're high. Like if you eat some like really strong mushrooms and you just stand like watch the show. Like I totally got it at that point. I was like, oh, oh. yeah. Like that's that's that is hands down of all the reasons to go. That is completely the reason to go because everyone else is as high as you are. Yeah. No. Yeah. You don't ever have to be afraid of being the most yeah. fucked up person there for yeah. sure. Yeah. You know you're you're doing <laughs> no, fine. No, I would I would not be. I would never. <laughs> that has never been my concern. Anytime I've ever been humble, like man, I hope I'm not the most fucked up person here. <laughs> That's a great point. Great I've never <laughs> walked neither. into any place in Humboldt and been like, oh, man, I'm pretty fucked up. That's true. The bank, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Any, most Salt rooms in Humboldt I'm in, I'm like, I'm yeah. the president of the United States. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. always the funniest to go because every time I would go with uh, Durant, the whole week after – he would just be speaking in patois. He would just do full, <laughs> and he would still be drunk because he would just party the whole time and just carry the go with the fucking PBR flow. You know what I mean? Uh huh. And he was just Peter Tosh for a week. It was, <laughs> dude. It's so funny. It's so funny. It was crazy, dude. You were so white. Did you guys stop <laughs> yeah, talking? Yeah, no, dude. Like it's that. so fun. It's so fun. <laughs> uh, I do like those colors, though. That's great yeah. colors. The colors, uh, that's how this color of my grinder. I got a Rasta grinder. Oh, dude. Yeah. But day. if you really read into that religion, it gets, like most religions, there's some stuff into it. You're like, hey, easy. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, that was also a problem with, with r the reggae reputation of Humboldt uh, and also the liberalness of Humboldt. When you bring in people, like there's a dude, they're Buju Bantan and stuff like that, or like, burn Bati Boy, burn. They're all this very homophobic lyrics. People started to protest out front of their shows, and then it just caused all this like local fucking drama. Yeah, because you know no one wants to hear that a guy yelling "gay guys should burn" 
Also, this guy's got some pretty cool tunes. Baselines, man. I love the music. I just, the words, man. I'm so conflicted right now. Like, I want to dance, but then I listen to what you're saying. I'm like, I do not agree with this. (laughs) It's so hard to understand. Uh, But those goddamn steel drums. (laughs) It's so hard to understand. No one really knows what the hell they're saying anyway. Yeah, no. No. In dance hall, especially. It's oh, well, dance, oh, yeah, and dance people that hall. act like they know what they're saying, I'm like, you shut your whore mouth. Right? <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> you, I they don't it. know what they're saying. I love it. I have no idea what they're saying. Yeah, it's no, awesome. dude. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we saw, like, every Marley besides Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they propped them up on stage. It was <laughs> they, crazy. There was a hologram. They almost might, they might as well have. Uh, yeah, <laughs> might as well if we get a Bernie's in. Yeah, but, yeah. We used to joke me and my sister because we saw Damien, Stephen, uh, Ziggy, Ziggy, Julian, literally every Marley, Kimani Marley, every Marley Morty. there is. Huh? Morty, Morty, Mar- Morty, Morty Marley. Marley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's their sure. manager, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Morty. Uh, Bob really fucked up on that name. <laughs> I just I could see it in him. He's got management all over. <laughs> I never thought. Yeah, there is that part of the very religious part where some of that r- Rasta stuff. You're just like, hey, that's oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's not one some love of the exactly. B- well, well. I was into Jamaica for a while because I love Johnny Cash and he had a house there. And then also like you say the colors and then the yeah. music and then you start reading about it and you're like, Oh, this is they need to take care of this place. It's horrific. Yeah. And then we just keep doing you know, America stuff to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, Hey, we'll take it music and the cool dudes. Say <laughs> you. You guys can't leave. You guys need an economy? Nah. <laughs> nah. Here's some guns. Peace. Um, can we put some. R- can rich people come to the nice part? <laughs> they really like uh, it. Here. We like the drums. <laughs> I just remember this one time at reggae. It was during one of the concerts. I think you were with me, Redbeard. Um, and it was a big, it was like, it was the last day, I think. I think it was Sunday. But it was like a big, one of the, the final shows. Everyone's out there watching the show, jumping around, dancing and stuff like that. And we're kind of to the side, <laughs> a little bit halfway in maybe. I'm sorry, can I interrupt? Just think, I just picture everyone jumping around and the medical people like, oh, who do we tackle? We need a big net or something. <laughs> oh, God, there's so many of them. <laughs> Our chill-out dome's not that big. Uh. <laughs> so, so we were like watching the show, kind of dancing or whatever. Um, and just people watching too, which is like one of the best parts. The obviously. whole time you've been talking, but that's all I've been thinking about. Like, oh yeah, I just want to go smoke weed all day and sit in a corner and be like, look at that guy, look at that lady. Oh, it's nonstop. Yeah. It is nonstop. Um, so we're we're dancing, or whatever, and then um, 
some guy walks up to us and he's like, hey, guys, excuse me, guys, excuse me, guys. And he like points down, we're like, what? Points <laughs> down again. And we look and there's a plate of a, like a half eating taco that people have been jumping all over this whole show. He's like, is that yours? And we're like, no, dude. And he's like, all right. And he picks up his trampled on taco and just throws the whole thing down. <laughs> this is incredible. Hell yeah, man. This sounds delicious. <laughs> Can you imagine how happy he was? He was so happy. I didn't have to imagine. I saw it in his face. Because that immediately, like, because to be that hungry and just be like, is that yours? <laughs> yeah. You're like, no. You're like, fuck yeah. Free trampled taco. <laughs> Oh, that's insane. Oh, man, this taco's been stepped on just the way I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then we had Sunflower coming into our Oh, camp. man, when Sunflower showed up, I knew. So there's this, uh, she's like, she's like the I knew it was a person. Yeah, no. She, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, she's like the, I, I don't know how to explain Sunflower. She's she's a, a plazoid. She pretty much runs the plaza. She runs oh, like okay. all the all like, the people that like, hang out on the plaza. About some weird cryptid shit. No, <laughs> yeah, like, no yeah. plazoid. She's a monster. You guys know about? <laughs> I feel like you should lead with that. Anytime <laughs> anyone comes here, like you guys know about Sunflower the monster. Right? <laughs> uh, and she. T- uh, um, she does a what is it like word salad? She just talks, yeah, endless so, stream of consciousness. Yeah, the plaza is a square in the center of Arcata, the center of gotcha. town, the in big the town. Old McKinley Park. Yeah, yeah where, where, they, where the exactly, yeah. it, which is not there anymore. But yeah, yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. that last time I was here. I was like, oh, they tore that shit down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably for the best. So she, yeah, she hangs around there. She um, has some holes burned in her brain from whatever substances. Yeah, and she just like you said, word word salad. So and then but she's she, she's constantly talking about going to Hawaii. So to surprise her, the other the other plazoids panhandled enough money to get her a plane ticket to go fly to Hawaii. Oh, so I then don't they know if this is sad. Then, but no, no, no. Then they bad. then they lined a ride up for her. So they like got she got in a car, drove down to San Francisco, got to the airport. There's no way in hell they're landing her on an airplane. <laughs> it's not fucking happening. Oh so they took all that money and they dropped her off at Reggae on the River. <laughs> that is it. I got the full story. That's how she got, That's there. How she got there, dude. That's how she got there. They just gave her the money, bought her a ticket, and then just bounced. And she was just at Reggae. And she was at Reggae, bro. She, she was, was at Reggae. Yeah, she was more at Reggae than anyone else. Yeah, absolutely. was at Reggae, dude. Absolutely. She was the person who was the highest... In home. the entire home. Yeah. So she yes. just had a gang of money, and they dropped her off at the drug thing. And she's always wearing hats with, like, eight weed leaves on it. Yeah. And, like, um, she and sunglasses and, like, a handkerchief tied over her head and then the hat over it. And her dentures <laughs> are falling that. out as she's talking. Some people and call her Teeth Richards because her, her dentures are always falling out. I love Sunflower. Like, we have a symbiosis thing. Like, And she's also, when great. you're, like, I'm good with like it's like the 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 transient population in Humboldt uh-huh cuz you look like one well cuz i look like one <laughs> and then i'll i interact and nothing bad will ever happen to me like nothing 
They they you have should pulled... never say things like that into Dude, the universe. They... <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Nothing bad could ever yeah. possibly happen. And, and then Billy dove in the other direction. <laughs> uh, I understand what you're saying. Like yeah, it's a, like it, it's a vibe thing, and there's like I, in Seattle, there was people that lived around my neighborhood that I was like, yeah, that's so and so, he's cool, and it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah like I mean, be mean to people like, hey, they're fine. It's just yeah, right. And that's the thing with Sunflower too is she was the weird like kind of like the chief of the plazoids too. Where like if you if something happened to your car for for you know as much of her brain was just tossing out word salad and she was talking about how she's gonna bust a cap in someone's ass yeah, or whatever yeah. like all the time. Call me, text me. <laughs> yeah, call me, text me. <laughs> yeah, she always says that, but. If something happens to your car on the plaza, someone breaks your windshield and you know, or breaks your window and steals stuff, and you talk to Sunflower about it, she'll go find the person who stole your stuff and beat the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, she'll beat. She, I see her knock. If anyone acts fucking weird, because her thing too is like, there's kids out here, so if anyone acts kind of weird, she just walks over and just punches them, right in fucking right in the teeth, dude. Every time I've seen her knock out so many people. And they're people that deserve to be no one hundred percent. Yeah, she'll time. put up with some shit. But if you're, that's how she like regulates the regulates well, the speaking two population. She's speaking a language. Yes, is what yes. she's doing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And she is scrawny. You would not expect her to be able to knock anybody out. No, I'm from no. the country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, you can't. You don't know how anybody can punch until you see them punch. Yeah. Is how that works. There's a little dude that. His name was Wasper, and I'm pretty Wasper. sure that's probably still his name. <laughs> but he played baseball on the, another JUCO team with my buddy I grew up playing with, and mm. we went to different schools. And he was like, he's like, dude, I met this guy. He's a pitcher. His name is Wasper. He grew up on a dairy farm. And I was like, Wasper. And he's like, he's the scrawniest dude you've ever seen. He's like, I took him. We went to tough man fights. You remember those? Yeah, Before yeah. UFC, where it's just like fucking dudes punching. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they went to watch, and Wasper's like, I think I can win this. <laughs> what? And then entered it and fucking won it. Yeah. Because he could, he was scrawny, so people wouldn't take him serious, and then he just dropped motherfuckers. <laughs> and he could take a punch, too, because he grew up on a cattle farm and just like being around cows. Right. They'll punch. Well, they're big. <laughs> they're big. It's like Sunflower, where she's like, sometimes you got to punch a motherfucker to get their attention, and then you got in the cow. I remember one kicked my grandpa one time, and he walked around the front and punched it in the mouth. And that what? cow, yes, and that cow was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I remember that. I was like, man, he just punched a cow, and it got a, <laughs> it got a cow's attention. That is so badass, dude. I'm sorry, I won't so do that again. Because he kicked him. My, my, I heard my grandpa. I, he never said fuck. Like yeah. I'd hear him say shit and stuff like that, but I never heard him say. And that cow kicked him. He said fuck, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> you poor cow. What is happening? He just slowly walked around and just went bam. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> that was. I was throw up. That was awesome. <laughs> I was like eleven or twelve. Just, just me and him. Dad, I got home. My dad's like, I was hanging out with your grandpa. I was like, he punched a cow. <laughs> <laughs>
My dad goes, did you kick him? And I was like, uh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I've seen that happen. He's like, one time, uh, as he got older, this has nothing to do with anything. It's just a funny story. <laughs> as he got older, you know, he couldn't punch things the same, but he was still raising cattle and stuff, and they had one in the pen, and one went to kick him. And it kind of just grazed him. It didn't get him, but it pissed my grandpa off. <laughs> And he knew he couldn't punch it because he's getting older. And he went and picked up a shovel. And my dad was like, my dad had to go, Dad, no. <laughs> <laughs> Can't hit this cow with a shovel. <laughs> he said, you can see on my grandpa's face. He's like, nah, that's a good point. We're going to make some money off this thing. It was just like one of those things. Like, I'm gonna teach this. Uh, can't do it with this anymore. And he's like, No, Dad, I can't let you hit the cow with a shovel. And I tell that you tell that in the wrong circles. People are like that's abuse. I'm like that cow kicked him. <laughs> Tip for tat. He's not just the catching cows and hitting them. <laughs> They're big dumb animals, you guys. Yeah, they deserve a punch in the mouth. You're right. Well, well, it's not like don't. he's gonna give a cow a concussion or something. You know what I mean? Just punch, yeah. punch the cow in the face. Yeah. You know? What's up? Yeah. There's always one too. Like I used to take him to the slaughterhouse sometimes with him, and, wow. it, and it's it's what it is. You know, it's like I was always aware of like they're not pets. Do you right. know what I mean? Right. And also, like, who would want a cow as a fucking pet? <laughs> suck ass. Like, look, at that, look at him standing in the field. There he goes. <laughs> Come here. No? Okay. Uh, can you ride him? No, it hurt. But there's always like one. that it, it It is like there's always one. It's like they know. All the other ones are just like, hey, we're at a new place. And they walk in from the truck. But there's always one that's like, I'm not going in there. And that you, fight, you have to fight them. And everyone that works at the slaughterhouse, is like, they're always like, there's always one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking, that's, I mean, it's just like shit you grew up with where you're just like, I guess that's normal. And then you say it, to, especially in the Northwest when I lived up there, I would say stuff like that. And people go, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm like, where the fuck do you think that food came from you're eating? <laughs> yeah. We're at a steakhouse. <laughs> so Great. sunflower shows up on reggae on the road. Oh yeah, she dude. punches a cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sunflower was there. Um, I uh, I said it before off my like I got I ate some mushrooms, but I was just doing a little bit. You know what I mean? And. Uh, I walked over to throw something away in the trash can and I have like I'm missing my front tooth and I have a flipper and it was broken and I sneeze and I sneeze the tooth right into the trash can <laughs> and I had to think about it for a second. I was like, <laughs> oh, you're on mushrooms. Yeah, no, I had to think about it. I'm like, wait, did teeth come out? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that seems way easier than I thought it would be. And then I like went and then I saw it. And I was like, I'm going to reach in and grab it. But it landed in some puke. Like, it was just some puke right there. God. Um, Damn it. Keeps getting better. Yeah, no, dude. So oh. uh, so I just decided to back off. I, jaw, that was moments for jaw. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I'll get a new tooth. And, like, when we're – they would let – because Chris would get – they would put an ad in the magazine and give Chris a bunch of passes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to go, you know. And they would let us park, like – 
the last couple of years they just let us park like right outside the bowl we're like that's where all the action is yeah and like i laugh you know what i mean like yeah. i have a laugh and it can it's in carry our theme song yeah Th- that's so tight dude <laughs> <laughs> that's so tight uh i i had people listen to it i was telling people you guys should listen to my friend's podcast i'm like okay and they're listening and they're like is your was that your laugh <laughs> Did they add your laugh? And I'm like, yeah, dude. And I'm like, I knew it was okay from that point on. Uh, but the problem with that is like, we're having fun and stuff. The problem is people like hanging out with people that are laughing. And it's yeah. not people that we necessarily need to hang out with at that moment. Right. Because what happens is they show up, they laugh a bunch, they say some stupid shit, which makes us laugh. And they'll be like, hold on, I'll be right back. I got to go grab my drum. You know, and oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, every time, dude. Yeah. Every time. Like, he said drum, yeah. and all of us viscerally went, no, <laughs> yes, no, no, no. Yes. They're already doing a thing at the stage, right? Yeah. Now. Oh, dude, you, you leave your drum at home. <laughs> it, was, it is an immediate visceral reaction. Yeah, no, all of us didn't but, even think about yeah. it. He said drum, and we were like, no. Yeah. Yes, but there are so many people at reggae who would be like, yes, yes, please. <laughs> it sounds great. Yeah, there were a lot of undesirable people who just oh. come and sit down and hang out in our camp. Sunflower was oh, welcome. I didn't even yeah, no, I'm not think gonna think about yeah. that aspect of just the drugs where people were like, "Hey, there's vibes, nice. Hey, how are you guys?" And you're like, "No, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah, no, that's this exactly is where our what stuff happened. is." <laughs> the the I'm last time. strangers around my stuff. Hey, Chris would always uh, Durant would always lock down somebody that was working in the beer like the where you go get beers and he always line it up and he'd come and tell us and they're like okay we can't go in all at the same time but if we go in two at a time and you just give them the wink you they'll like handle our beers and i'm too i'm i'm too paranoid to do that and i don't <laughs> drink you know yeah. but i'm kind of too paranoid to do that because i don't want anyone to get in trouble you know what i mean but there was like one i ate some mushrooms and i'm like i'm gonna drink I'm going to start drinking some beers. You know what I yeah. mean? I'm going to drink some beers. And, like, this is, like, bread love beer, bro. Like, this beer is... Dude, the Heavy. beer up here is so... I imagine it's almost mead. No, oh, bro, yeah, it's so well, thick and, like... Triple dipple IPA Oh, my God, quarters. double bubble percolators and shit. <laughs> like, it's the worst. And then I just... But I was, like, the mushrooms were kicking in, and I'm like, hey, this beer is good because it's impossible to, like, find water or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to keep drinking these beers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then I got, like, I literally. Festival I, logic. <laughs> I literally drank, like, six of them in t- 20 minutes. And then we went back. Uh, Slightly Stupid was going to play. That's and right. And so we went Oof. back to the camp, and, like, as I was going down, I was, I was things going were happening down. to me, dude. Yeah, I was, like. Everything that happens to your stomach where you're like, oh, shit, I'm going to have diarrhea was happening to my brain. Uh-huh. And like, I was like, fuck, dude. So the rant had the back of the van um, set up just like as like a little bedroom. And I got in there and I'm like, I'm just going to lay down for a second. I'm going to lay down. And then I kept asking everyone. I'm like, can you die off a of beer? Like, <laughs> 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 just like, am I yes, okay? but if you're asking, <laughs> yeah, am no, I okay? you can't. <laughs> and uh, and then finally, I just like passed out. And then people kind of started to come into the camp. Everyone went to go watch the show, and like people were kind of like coming in and out. And Evan brought these like 
two like questionable weirdos with him back. No. You know, and I was like, <laughs> well, Evan's a questionable. Well, no, yeah, I was gonna say, how can you tell the difference? <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because like I immediately I remember telling Evan as soon as he started coming back, I was like, hey, Evan, no weirdos, dude. Like, please. No weirdos. I'm kind of like filling a thing. And know? Evan was like, I don't have a radar for that kind of thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but these two weirdos rolled up. And like as soon as they rolled up, I wasn't trying to be a dick or whatever. But I like turned around and I just puked. I like stuck my head out of the van and I just puked all over their sandals. <laughs> <laughs> and they just... <laughs> <laughs> and they just bat. I felt a lot better after that, though. <laughs> like most definitely. I remember going up there to get a beer when we were on mushrooms. And they were like making us do a dance or something on the way in. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, because you have to like stand in this part of the line, and then you gotta like. Oh right! If you have like an ID, and I never yeah. had my ID yeah. on me because I'm in mu- on mushrooms at a reggae festival. <laughs> like why would I? Ca- yeah, I carry all my important right. documentation. I, I don't. Need to read things right now. <laughs> uh, I got up to the bar, though, and the lady's like, who was hooking us up, is like, hey, what type of beer do you want? And I couldn't read anything because I was on mushrooms, and, you know, and I didn't know what to do. I was kind of freaking out. So I just said, I'll just take whatever beer is best for someone who's on mushrooms right now. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, okay. And she came back and just put a glass of water down. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, That's a good lady. Good, oh, yeah. man. She's I failed. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> you communicated exactly what you needed. You're right. You're right. Your body was telling her exactly, you're like, okay, booze. And your body's like, no. No, absolutely not. Yeah. That's yeah, so yeah. funny. That's like that Stan Hope, uh, Andy Andrus thing. It was like, you know why you're paranoid on drugs? Because they're illegal. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be paranoid because you're not supposed to be doing that. <laughs> it's to keep you safe. <laughs> Makes me laugh every time. Like, you know why you're paranoid? Because they're illegal. <laughs> there used to, there's this dude that will walk around. and I used to like to go to the ball in the afternoon because that's when like all like the older... That people have been going since like festival one uh-huh. that's when they're like hanging out and like doing the thing they're they're just in the front going like i feel like we've raised enough money <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is what is our community center even supposed to like, do when are they going to start building it <laughs> <laughs> and there's this dude that will walk around like i would see him every morning he would walk around with a cookie sheet filled to the top it was just a solid brick of dabs and a dab rig and they'd just be dabbing people out whoever wanted to dab they were just walking around and like can we you dab you you want to get dabbed and then everyone they just go around and give everyone dabs um while you know they're drinking their coffee in the morning that sounds that's really nice it yeah does dude, it sound was like dope. just like one of the night like I, my my first thought is like what's their angle but i think they're just trying to be nice <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, you know what would be nice? If someone came with a dab rig while you're drinking coffee and gave you a dab, and you're like, that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. <sighs> the oh. first time I went, there's there's a hill up. like You can see the stage from it, but it's like away from the bowl. 
and I was just stretching and I had I opened my hand up while I was stretching and somebody dropped this like ball of hash in my hand <laughs> and I was like fucking job less do you know job well provide and I was like this is tight but the dude we were with was just like let me see that and he handed it and he kind of tore it a little bit and he smelled it and it was like dude that's opium like I was just straight opium and I'm like if I'm gonna do opium why not be on the river bar? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, why? yeah. That's, that's a solid f- logic. Yeah, because yeah. that's the funny part about reggae on the river is, like, the river wants nothing to do with it. Like, it's always ankle deep during reggae on the river. Oh, yeah, these days, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for but sure. We, uh, so I went, and I was like, I'll try it, you know? And I put it on a bowl of weed, and I took one little puff, and it just tasted gross. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm fine. And then I did one more puff and everything went beep, boop, 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 boop. and I'm like, I'm good, dude. I'm good. Because I'm not trying to die at reggae. On the you don't want to go an opium den at reggae? No, on the dude. I was good. I was good. Um, but people are very giving. Yeah, uh, they gave you opium. Yeah, they yeah. just had no idea yeah. who I was. Just dropped it right in my hand. You know who needs that? That redhead guy. <laughs> Let's yeah. go give him some opium. <laughs> I had a friend who was a high schooler who bought opium off a guy at Reggie on the River. <laughs> a full-grown man sold a high schooler opium. Fucking <laughs> crazy. Started. Well, he was in the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> what did he expect? Yeah, you're right. That's one Get of the in the bowl and trying to hit the wall. Dude, I used to know people who would work. Uh, they would. They would like Cornell did. Like everyone I knew, most of the people who didn't like grow up there as a kid, like going every year. They would, as soon as they were old enough, they would go get a volunteer job because they yeah. they give you a ticket. But I had friends that would like, as soon as it, as soon as the show's done, they close the bowl down, and then I had friends that would do like perimeter checks to clean up the yard. Yeah, all sorts of drugs. They would come back with the craziest shit. Oh, Every like night. after. Yeah, like after everyone leaves the bowl, they have to like clean up the property. So anything that fell out of anyone's pocket or they sat down. Yeah, they didn't zip up their backpack. Yeah, no, he's just like, dude. Or they're on drugs and just lose (laughs) the other drugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like a bowl full of felonies. Dude, as soon as they leave (laughs) and they just sweat. Dude, so that's got to be the best job. Well, if you want drugs. Yeah, yeah. If you don't like drugs. It's It's the worst job. This is just picking up trash <laughs> wow i mean what makes me laugh is like you guys are like, yeah and then you work at it when you get old enough is like it i work i used to work in the food part of this bluegrass festival my grandpa and his masons through in this but it was badass the blue yeah. i mean and I, I just remember like thinking like I guess no one was on drugs. There was like drinking. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it wasn't even, you couldn't buy beer there even. But it was like, you know, people in the parking lot drinking. There's liquor bottle. You just see liquor bottles everywhere. Yeah. Washboard player handed me some opium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There's none of that. But there's like, but there's like little like jam sessions going on yeah, all yeah. over the place. That sounds like, cool. It yeah. was really cool, but it's like, it's, it's the same thing that you guys are talking about, just in this Puritan form in, <laughs> right. in, in Tennessee. And you guys are out here on the West Coast, right? Oh, we have a festival, too, in, <laughs> in children, where we give children opium. <laughs> Even though you're describing a bluegrass festival, I still think Reggae on the River is probably wider than that. <laughs> yeah, bluegrass festival, sure. for sure, dude. For sure. It's the whitest shit on the planet. To go to reggae on the river. I there was a 
there was this Japanese woman. I remember this. The last time I went was in high school because I I used to go when I was younger. But you know, you get a certain age and you're like, I don't want to go do that. And there's no girls there, and you know what I mean. Yeah. But then I went like I might have been in college. I was in college, and I helped in the burger place. And then there's this this Japanese girl who could play banjo. She's fucking amazing. And I heard, and I'm gonna say a slur. So just chill with it. But it, it was just the funniest shit you've ever heard because they were giving her a compliment in the worst way possible. Because yeah. yeah. I just heard it over and over again throughout the day. Is like, yeah, that Jap girl could play, huh? <laughs> and I was just like, you're almost there, motherfucker. <laughs> almost there. You're all almost there. <laughs> Holy shit. Oriental? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Sorry, sorry. Already. But it was just like, oh, you guys are so close. Oh, so close. I remember just laughing about it every time I heard it. Like, ah, that, ah. So funny. One of my friends who, like, would go when he was a kid, he said down at the river because the parents would, like, go watch the show. And he said just the river with all the kids was just, like, Lord of the Flies for a weekend. You know, there's just greasy. Everyone's trying to stab each other, like all kinds of crazy <laughs> shit, right? But later, he didn't want it. He he wasn't this into is it. Nothing like country fair. <laughs> no. I think I've. Been <laughs> uh, he wasn't into it, but he ended up like inadvertently getting. So like the job he would do at reggae every year was to suck the shit out of the porta potties. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, dude, he was. That's he would do With the a festival. Machine? Right. Yeah, so they would. <laughs> 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 I think there's a machine was, for this. Literally, the first, the way I took it, what you said was the because the way you said you, he held his hand out and he's like he would have to suck the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Siphon it? Like, what kind of? Oh man, I think, I think they got a garden hose <laughs> in the bucket. <laughs> I, I think you guys need to figure out a better way to do that. <laughs> How did you get him agree to do that job? <laughs> All right, we're gonna draw straws. <laughs> Save the straw for later. <laughs> no, you're gonna need that straw, buddy. Uh, it's like the Simpsons where Otto has to siphon gas for the bus. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's done doing it. He's like, oh man, I should have saved that mint for after. <laughs> <laughs> He said there was like a reservoir in uh, Willits where they would like dump the trucks out at. Of course. <laughs> just a of course. And, and uh, he was just like, he's like, I came up with this new business where just, he called it, uh, he called the he called it Lake Splendor. And uh, he was like, dude, we got to start doing glass bottom boat rides through Lake Splendor. <laughs> Honestly, like, I'm surprised it didn't go to some weed farm <laughs> as like some type of nutrient. Ooh, yeah. Like why don't they use hippie shit? For nutrients for the plants. Exactly. I mean, it's just like fucking kale and uh, quinoa <laughs> or whatever. I'm taking, my, I'm taking my family camping down by the Willits shit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should just go walk around Willits and try to interview people in not the right county, but you'll get some interesting folk. I hey, guarantee you, like you that. Living in Humboldt Camp. <laughs> Oh. Where am I? <laughs> Shit, is this Humboldt? No. <laughs> oh, the lighter jacket store? I don't remember it. 
light up jackets there. Oh, just jackets that light up? Yeah, it makes sense. Go buy one. Dude, yeah, will it? It just says New Jersey on it. <laughs> <laughs> Jersey! <laughs> will it's you had to drive through if you're coming up on the 101 from the bay. And that, yeah. They have a bypass now. They put a bypass in yeah, now. Yeah, dude. Thank fucking No, God. when I first started coming up, you had to drive through downtown. And yeah. now you don't have to. Yeah, yeah because yeah. I remember... Uh, you remember it. It sticks with you. There's like a weird hotel... To the left, and then there's like that sign, that yes. big ass sign that like looks the like, Reno Arch you drive yes. through. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and then yeah, because the last time I drove up, I was like, "Where's that little fucking town you had to drive through?" And then I looked, and I was like, "Oh, you bypass it now." Yep. Yeah, Jaw will provide, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jaw will provide, bro. <laughs> Well, it just like uh, all those little towns like that make me laugh because it's just like, "Oh, this is a speed trap. This is." Their their economy here is tourism and and people speeding. Yeah, and also speed. Yeah, and just, just speed. in general. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I forget about speed. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of meth here. There's a lot of meth here. That but, reggae really got really tweakery. That's what I noticed when we oh, were going. Sh- yeah, and there's a point where like, I mean, I'm about it, but I just remember standing by the trash can because we would just make fun of everyone you know what i mean like we're just huddled up in a corner if there's no music going on and we're just silently like judging everyone yeah. hilariously but i just remember standing next to the trash can and this dude walked up and i'm like what the fuck is he doing because he was like being hella sketch and uh he was loading up his whipped cream canisters his chargers because yeah. i can hold two whippets each and then he stood back and he ripped both the <laughs> like a fucking walrus tusks. He had the, both the whipped cream things. He blasted both of them off. And they went, and then he just started dancing hella hard, uh, just right right in front of everyone. Um, and that's beautiful, man. You know what I mean? Like, do your thing. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. different than meth. Yeah. <laughs> they call that one the lawyer's drug. Whippets? Yeah. Because lawyers do them because uh, the. It's gone immediately. There's no trace of it. It's just oh, a quick sure. eye and all that. Yeah. I told you guys it was good. So good. I said it, it was... I hope you guys enjoyed it like I think Mike and I enjoyed it because it was like it just felt like a, even when I re-listened to it I was like this is a good hang this is just like listening to a good hang and I'm not mad at this I mean I'll be do you want me I should tell them um, um the story <laughs> okay so <laughs> they leave Cornell and his sister leave and Red Bull were y'all smoking cigarettes I think y'all were smoking cigarettes. yeah we were smoking cigarettes and uh and that just leads to people chatting. And Redbeard just started telling us crazy story after crazy Humboldt story. And to that where you're just like, I don't want him to stop talking. These are amazing. It was like finding a good TV show or a good documentary <laughs> that you didn't know exist. You're like, this story is awesome. This is amazing. And then as he's leaving, and he was there for a while. Yeah. As he's leaving, he starts talking, like, just dropping these, like, nuggets of wisdom about 
Bigfoot and everything he said, I was just like, I mean, I do believe what you're saying right now. I believe everything to be true. <laughs> but then I realized that Mike was sleeping upstairs. I was sleeping downstairs where there's no curtains, just these giant, giant windows open. And it's just, we're in the redwoods, in the woods. And I got like, on. I was like, I, was, I told Mike the next day, I was like, oh, I was like scared last night. Like really, <laughs> like I was like, oh, I'm scared. Yeah. But like, and I didn't, I asked Mike, I was like, did you hear what I asked him at the end? I was like, it's cause I was scared. I was like, hey, is he mean? <laughs> <laughs> and and you did ask it in such like a young kid way, just like a little afraid, like, is it gonna hurt me? Man? I need you to tell me right now that he is not a mean thing. Just for I know how stupid this is, but it's and I need this to work. <laughs> and he was like, I don't even think he sensed that that I was scared. I think he was just so telling us the truth and the facts about bigfoot he was like oh no dude humans are no concern to him he's just a, he's just guarding different dimensions yeah he made it sound like he was ultimately kind of like a forest ranger of multiple dimensions and we're just like a sweet little animal puffing around and everything yeah isn't that cool That's hey and <laughs> this is the uh, this this is the third time we've recorded this <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. So, and we've mentioned the fourth dimension all this every time. But if it doesn't work this time, I I don't know what they, we should not talk about it next time. But no, I think I'm this throwing is the, this is new zoom out the window into the fourth dimension if it doesn't record again. <laughs> it is like and like you're freezing just to like you'll just pause just a little bit every time you said it that I was like, man, is he doing it again? <laughs> you guys, this is thanks for listening. This is a fun episode. We love you guys. Grow your own. I'm about to start the tents here. It's exciting times. Love you. Hit it, sleep. Thank you, boy. <laughs>